0: everybody to another episode of Locked on Texans, your daily Texans talk and news update. I am John, some sports guy Hickman, and doing a solo show today before we get into the what we're talking about, who's on the mind. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Locked on Texans and to subscribe to Locked on Texans on all of the major podcasting platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone and of course Spotify and listen guys go ahead check out com scroll on down to the bottom of the page enter your email and subscribe to the website so there is a lot to kind of talk about today along with the rest of the week uh the combine started today for the NFL draft which kicks off in April the preparation the blood sweat and tears The everything that you've worked for kind of starts again right now. And listen, I I, want to say something about the T-shirt Olympics. That's exactly what they are. We've seen these guys play football two, three, maybe four years, you know. And I don't care what they can do with just a T-shirt on. With that being said, I don't give a damn if Joe Burrow has small hands. Not that, you know, I'm speaking in terms of being a Texan fan because we know we're completely out of the Joe Burrow race because we don't really need to be there. We have Deshaun Watson. And of course, we don't have a first round draft picks. The draft picks for the Houston Texans sit at number five total, starting off in the second round. But we are going to bump that up to eight because the NFL will go ahead and bless. The Texans with some compensatory picks, but I don't care about small hands. I don't care about a lot of the things that the t shirt Olympics are going to, I don't know, prove in a sense. That's not why I'm here. I know what you can do when it comes to football. Now we are just really here to measure the intangibles. I really hate the combine, but nonetheless, Uh, That is what's really hot in the news for the NFL this week. But what's hot for the Texans, first and foremost, I, I don't know how every other team really operates in the NFL, but the Texans constantly have players in the news for all of the good reasons. And it doesn't stop now. Whitney Merciless is now in the news, our own veteran outside linebacker, has devoted a lot of time and resources to helping the community through his charity foundation called with mercy. Merciless has been focusing on, uh, really bringing light, shedding light, giving people the knowledge that they need in regards to invisible disabilities, like hearing impairment, you know, things like aphasia. Those things are important and merciless has been doing a good job this off season on making sure he can use, and he just got that new contract. He just got that new contract, so he has some money. Merciless and his foundation has raised over $500,000 overall and plans to donate over $100,000 towards the invisible disabilities. I love the culture that the Texans have created by the guys that they draft. Now, I know we can we can kind of crap on them all day in regards to winning playoff games over the course of years. We don't want one here. We don't want one there. We want to put together a string of playoff games in one postseason to make the Super Bowl. And I get it. I understand the NFL. uh, it, It comes with the territory of you really don't know when a good postseason run is going to happen for your team. The two times, the Giants won the Super Bowl in the last 15 years. They happen on a wild postseason run. Things happen. But the one thing that we can really appreciate that you guys need to appreciate about your Houston Texans is the culture they created with a lot of these blue-collar guys. J.J. Watt raised over $30 million for the city of Houston during the hurricane. Uh, DJ Reader was a Walter Payton man of the year. Uh, In that race. Now, you know, Merciless, what he's doing with his foundation, bringing knowledge, shedding light on invisible disabilities, you can't really ask for more. We look around the NFL, we look around at all the other 31 teams in the league, and there's always some trouble, right? There's literally always something going on with a lot of teams, and sometimes it's the same team. Look at Cleveland. Look at Dallas. You know, at one point, before they kind of fix their culture, look at what Kansas City had going on. You don't have to worry about that with the Houston Texans. And I love that about us. I really do. But, you know, for the rest of the show, I want to really kind of dive into what the NFL is proposing. I'm going to take a step back, in a sense, and strictly talk NFL. The new CBA agreement, that proposal, has been delayed. The reason why it makes sense? Well, not only did J.J. Watt have something to say about it, but outside linebacker Brendan Scarlett is a Texas elected player representative. Uh, the NFL Player Association delayed a scheduled vote of the election uh, coming up this past Friday. So they're really, the players are really trying to see what they're going to do. That's what we're going to kind of talk about today uh, because it's essential. It means a lot, not only to every other team, it means a lot for our team. And I have some quick points that you guys need to know. Don't go anywhere. Locked on Texans. I'm happy to be back with you.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome back in, guys. Super excited and happy that you took the time out to check out another episode of Locked On Texans. I have been having a blast doing this show, having fun with you guys. And right now we are in the midst of a power struggle between the players and the owners. Now, we know the CBA agreement proposal uh, that has been proposed. And it has a lot of good points, but it it really does have some bad points for the players. And I know the most important thing for the players had been the revenue 50-50 split, which they did not get back in 2011. I had been under the impression, my own impression, of course, speculating that they there could be a chance we have missed some football this year if this deal does not get done. I don't believe the owners, at least for right now, right? I don't know what kind of pressure they're going to be under once the, the ball gets rolling and players really stick to their guns and say, no, we're not budging. But I don't see the owners budging and giving the players a 50-50 split. Now, before I kind of get into the new CBA and how it'll impact the entire league. Because listen, if it impacts the entire league, 32 teams, then it's going to impact here in Houston. And I'm going to give you guys some of the highlights. Potential notable changes would be that teams would only be able to use one franchise tag. The regular season will now have 17 games, and then we know that it'll cut down preseason from four to three. So either way, 20 games are going to be on the schedule from August to February. Excluding the playoffs. The player share would increase to 48% each year if the league stays at 16 games. However, it'll go to 48.5% if or when a 17-game schedule is approved. If the league keeps a 16-game schedule, the players would enjoy a $2.5 billion to $3 billion shift over a 10-year deal. If the lever is pulled for a 17-game schedule, that means if they go ahead and say, all right, we're going to give you guys 17 games, the players would reap a potential shift of $5 billion. The 17-game schedule without a 50-50 revenue split, I don't see that happening. I do not see it happening. Emmanuel Sanders, who's an NFL vet, been in the league, I think close to like 10 years now, you know, he was vocal against the CBA 17 games. And for him and other guys like J.J. Watt, our own superhero here in town, the wear and tear on regular, yeah, you're going to cut down preseason, but what's the likelihood of me actually playing in preseason in the first place? So, really, I'm gearing up for 17 games regular season, which is, I guess, fine and dandy, however you would like to look at it. However, yo, that 48.5% revenue split, yeah, it's not really working. That's not where it's at. And then they're going to guarantee an extra $250,000 per player for that extra game. But then is it really worth it to the players? Is $250,000 really worth it to the players that are making millions? And as listeners, as fans of the game, I want to take the time to say, ask yourself a question. Well, first, put yourself in these players' shoes. Put yourself in these players' cleats because I've seen some of the most disgusting remarks. I mean, just flat-out idiotic remarks to the players wanting what they want more than what the owners want. And you're not out there putting your livelihood on the line for other people's entertainment. So watch what you say. Right, We love these players when they're doing basically what we want them to do. But when it's time to stand up for what they want and what they believe in and what they should get, do not cut the players down and limit them. The new proposal would expand the playoff field from 12 teams to 14 teams in 2020. And then this also means only one team per conference would earn a bye. Fifth-year options would be fully guaranteed and tied to performance, not based on draft positions. This is a, a plus for the players. That's a plus. And listen, there are pluses here for the players. One of the biggest teams would only be able to use it one franchise tag. Now your fifth-year option will only be based on and tied to your performance, not your draft position. So guys who are going into their fifth year, teams are picking up their fifth year options, their fourth round picks, their fifth round picks, their team uh, is waiting to you know, strike up a new deal because of whatever reason, and they're not making that much money, but let's say this guy is an all-pro. Let's say this guy is a pro bowler. Let's say by his fifth year, he's one of the best players at his position in the league. Well, it's not going to be based on my draft position anymore. It will be tied to how dominant I am. And I love that. I think that's a plus for the players. I think one of the biggest pluses for the players, well, check this out. Penalties would be reduced for players who test positive for THC, eliminating any game suspension strictly for positive tests. The testing window for THC would also be narrowed down from four months to two weeks at the start of training camp. And the nanogram limit would be increased from 35 to 150. So there are some positives here, right? The players are really kind of getting more of what they should have gotten a long time ago. I think the fifth-year option is big, right? The franchise tag is big. No matter whatever you feel about it personally, no matter how you want to slice the cake personally, the players being able to... Well, the league and the players come into a joint, which is funny, a joint agreement on how they want to handle THC testing because a lot of these players understand the holistic approach. They are more into using natural remedies. And let's face it, (laughs) THC is more safe than a lot of these pain medicines that they're taking. TAC has more positive, you know, is is more positive and more useful for joint aches, for back pains, for headaches than a lot of the medication that the NFL players are taking today. And it does not cause long term liver issues. It does not cause long term issues with their body as TAC would. And those are the facts. And so I'm with the players on that. I stand with them on that. I think that I'm glad that they're advocating for it. And I spoke about this last week. This is big. They should, this should be one of the key. This topic, this conversation for the players should be a key in this CBA. And I'm happy that they're going this route. The franchise tag, only one time, buddy. And as a Texan, just to bring it back home. Just to bring it on back, we have a doozy. And so we're finding players. We have Deshaun Watson. That deal needs to get worked out soon. So, yes, getting the CBA deal done is important because more money for the players basically means number one, your guys are happy. The Texans are not going to let go of Deshaun Watson, they're not going to let go of Laramie Tuncel. They're going to give them the contracts that they want and deserve. And your cap continues to go up. You're able to fill more positions and holes on your team. All right? So the new CBA agreement, the only thing that's really holding it back is the 50-50 revenue. And I want to see who's going to budge first. Historically, we know it's been the, the players, right? Historically, the league, is all, the league always wins. This isn't the NBA where it's a player league. No. The owners always win. And so I don't anticipate a 50-50 split. However, I do see it going 51-49. And I think everything else right now with the CBA agreement is pretty dope. I like it. I like where it's heading. I like what the NFL and the players have been able to come up with and strictly because if everybody's going to be happy, you might as well be happy the right way. Also, just to kind of end it off, teams would now be able to activate a third player off-injury reserve during the season. Player discipline for off-field violations would be heard by a neutral arbitrator, but appeals would go through the commissioner, and the league would still conduct its own independent investigation in such matters. That's big. Roger Goodell is not hear-all, see-all, end-all anymore. And if I'm the player, and we know the relationship between Goodell and the relationship between the players and the owners, that holy trinity of the NFL that's been scorned for a while now. So bringing in its own arbitrator, someone totally separate, to you know, break okay. Well, this is what's gonna happen basically, a non Roger Goodell figure that's big. What else is big? The confidence you can get from using Blue Chew. Go to Blue Chew.com and increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable. They work up to twice as fast as a pill. You can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Bluetooth is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in a pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Bluetooth prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit Bluetooth.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code locked on, just pay the $5 shipping. That easy. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Choo.com. Promo code locked on.
1: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
0: Hey, before we get out of here, I wanted to talk to you guys about the upcoming draft. And please, like I said before, follow us on Twitter, Locked On Texans. I really, above all, above everything, I want to hear from you guys. You know, we know an inside defensive lineman now may be a priority. DJ Reader may hit the market, and he may not return. We did resign Brandon Dunn, and I like Brandon Dunn. I like the deal. Three years, $12 million, and I think it's a fair deal. There are other players out there in free agency that I think can come in and truly impact this team. Reminder, Anthony Weaver, the former defensive line coach, is now the D.C. So they're going to be looking for defensive linemen. And the possibility on us losing Reader is pretty big right now. I hate to say it. I really do. I love D.J. Reader. I think he's a phenomenal inside defensive lineman. With the Texans sitting right now currently at five draft picks. The NFL will award three more compensation picks. So that's going to end the Texans up with eight picks total overall there's so much that they have to take care of. I'm looking at a defensive tackle market right now, free agent, free agency, that if they can play a game right, you save $10 million by Vernon Hargraves, you have five draft picks. If you can assess some of the needs in free agency, then you can take care of the rest in the draft and really hope that you can coach a lot of these guys up. We know one of the, the needs in this draft, in this free agency, in the off-season period, it's cornerback, secondary, and I'm really hoping that Lonnie Johnson Jr. is able to take that next leap and be a better corner than he was his rookie year. Had good moments, had bad moments, starting off, you know, in, in rookie training camp, but I think he'll be able to get there. But when we look at the production of this defensive line when JJ Watt went down, we know that's an area of improvement that is a priority with DJ Reader. Hit in the market, likely not to return. Here's a couple of guys I wanted to just let you know. Put you out. Hey, put you on some game. You might not know. Ark Armstead, the DND d tackle from the 49ers. He's currently 26. I think he can make a huge contribution to this team. I don't believe it's going to be a lot of money. You know, had uh, has had an up-and-down career with F- San Fran. This past year, after they boosted that defensive line with Bosa, brought in other talent, he had 10 sacks. I still think they're going to let him walk. He was in the league since 2015, and the most he had gotten before this past year was three sacks, and that was in 2018. I think he's a notable name that we can look into. Another name, let's get some hometown cooking. And when I say hometown cooking, I mean Michael Brockers. You know, started his career in St. Louis with the Rams. Now, After all of these years in L.A., I think it's time for him to come home. Yes, only had five and a half sacks his best year, but what he does across the defensive front, which is what we need, tough-nosed, hard-nosed player, and a Super Bowl-caliber player. Been to the Super Bowl. He's turning 30 in December. He has some age on him, but he also has some knowledge on how to play this game and be effective. I would like to see him in the houston Texans uniform. Last but not least, I'm going to throw this guy out because I think he can do wonders with Brandon Dunn and still contribute to the Texans immediately. I think what he can give to Dunn and his game, help him out, work with him, and improve what he does in that nose uh, position can really be helpful for the Texans' future, and that's Snacks Harrison. Now, he does turn 32 in November, and, you know, we look at, well, he may be regressing. He may be, you know, because of age and because of his last couple of years in the league, he may not be the same guy. So what that tells me is the money is not going to be a lot. And the issue we've had with this team, the entire defense, but across the defensive front, we lack depth. Snacks Harrison was released from Detroit. So now he, he he's playing his own game right now. He is his own free agent. He can control where he wants to go. His market is not the market for a prime defensive tackle. He's had his big contract. He's over it, and he just got released. What I'm looking at is what he can do to influence Brandon Dunn's game. I think that's the most interesting aspect of this whole idea that I'm proposing. Right? Maybe far-fetched, even with the other two guys. I would like to see Arc Armstead here in Houston. I really would. I think he can do wonders. Just because around talent, he can show his talent. And then Brockers and, and Snacks, what they can do for Brandon Dunn and getting depth across the defensive line. Follow me on Twitter, at guy. We have a long week of scouting to do with the combine. Second round pick, fourth round pick. Or two, four, two fourth round picks. Uh, I, f- I think a five and a seven. For the Houston Texans, but we we know right now we sit at five draft picks and they have to get to it. It starts now. Again, follow me on Twitter at Some Sports Guy. Follow the show's page on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook. Word from the wise. Before I get out of here, what can I bless you guys with? I'm gonna take it back. If at first you don't succeed, pick yourself up and try again. Peace.